Lumi Podcast with Ashley and Travis. Hi guys, sorry that we missed last week. We let the little holiday weekend we forgot get in the way and then Monday came around and I started getting notifications on the podcast that I follow and I was like, oh no. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So we are here. We have exciting news that we want to share with our podcast fam. Brrr. I am pregnant with our third baby. It's like one of those anticlimactic things because, yes, it's it's exciting. Yes, it's the worst. It's so hard. I it's been I really try bad. not to complain because I'm grateful that my body is able to get pregnant and hold pregnancies. Um, but I'll complain for her. But it's it's just debilitating is the best word I have to describe it. I didn't mean to hurt Ashley's feelings, but I did. <laughs> because I said she is useless. <laughs> and I meant it in a way of like, you are debilitated. But it came across as <laughs> you are and I've only brought worthless. It, up. it wasn't supposed to be worthless. She's useless, meaning she can't do anything. So... I think Trav is realizing, and I think that he's um, extremely grateful for all that I do, because when I'm not doing it, things get real backed up. Like Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, we hosted. We hosted, and Ashley still helped me, but I did a majority of it, I guess. Yeah. With Ashley's direction, of course. I could have never just cooked all that by myself. But under her direction, I cooked everything and it was so much work. And Trav's like, I'm so sorry, Ash. You usually do all of this by yourself. And I don't ever realize how much work it is. Yeah. But like the house, our house looks like an atomic bomb went off at all times. Not today. Yeah. Trav has been working good. his tail off. To... I work my ass off, people. Okay. <laughs> my ass fell off like two weeks ago. Can't find it. So we're a little early to be announcing. We're only eight weeks. Yes. And... I told Trav, though, I was like, I don't care if we're announcing early because I don't really like this thing of where um, people go through miscarriages on their own. Like, I feel like I would need support and love if I go through a miscarriage. And with having Hashimoto's, that new diagnosis, I have, I it's one in four women with Hashimoto's miscarry. So you're, if your levels are off, you just can't hold the pregnancy. And so... It is an interesting thing, like... We're willing to share most thing in most things in our lives with everyone, but then one of the most like tragic things that happens in women's lives, they just don't keep tell. it hush hush know, and sweep just, it under the rug. I feel like that's a weird thing to say. Don't tell anyone until you're twelve weeks or past your first trimester, so you know you're keeping the pregnancy. I just feel like you never know, and like, like obviously, like heaven forbid, you have a stillborn at forty weeks, but. It can happen. And so I just feel like at every stage of pregnancy, it's so hard for different reasons during pregnancy and you need support and love and and to, you know, be validated by people that have gone through it before. That's the thing is like, it's not a super uncommon thing, right? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of women could help each other because the reality is as a man, yes, it's devastating, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But for a woman... I bet it's 10 times as devastating, yeah. right? Well, and I think that it's a lot 
a lot of times like women with if something goes wrong with the pregnancy or the baby's unhealthy I mean the most anxiety I get in my life is when I go to those 20 week ultrasounds oh yeah and I'm like is the baby okay like if something's wrong with this baby like it it's gonna be on me you know and when in reality that's not true like yeah exactly you know but that's the sad part is it's not it feels that way yeah I could see that so we are um podcasting on a prayer tonight i get really sick at night so we are just trying our best i just set a new rule in place just put my foot down if you will (laughs) uh we're no longer recording after 4 p.m on sundays starting next week because it's already past 4 p.m yeah we are 10 p.m yeah 9 40 p.m the night before Uh, and i had to just go get trav off his what is it call of duty yeah and he was a little bit bugged. I was a little grumpy because we were just about to drop into a match. And we were killing it tonight. Me and the squad know, playing I'm pretend sorry. soldiers. It's okay. Okay, wait. I have to hurry and say something. What? That, so Trav has been amazing. I have to toot his horn right now. He's been, it. been changing every single poopy diaper. I tried to change one and he saw it and he was like, no. Just tell me. Well, this, Ashley was trying to be sweet. I was... I passed out on the couch. I was freaking tired. Passed out on the couch. And Ashley tried to let me sleep. And unfortunately, there happened to be a poopy diaper during that. Which it kept stinking up the room. Like, yeah. I was just like, I've got to change her. She's going to get a rash. So she tries to <laughs> she tries to change the diaper. And I wake up to just her about spewing all over our living room Luckily, floor. Luckily, I ran to the bathroom and made it in made time. Made it to the bathroom, and I took over. So thanks for trying. But this is this is a whole again. new experience because with Kel, when I was pregnant with Andy, Kellen was out of diapers. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I was still, like, after he'd go number two, I would still wipe his bum for him on the toilet. And that was hard. But it was, like, you know, quick, yeah. fast, flush the toilet, done. With Andy, it's like she's rolling yeah. around in it. She's, she's, she's doing blowouts all the time. It's like, <laughs> it's so, I like, I'm so grateful for Trav and that he works at home right now. Thank you. Because he's doing... He's carrying the whole team on his back. I will say this, though. <clears throat> and Alex, I got to give a shout out to Alex. I, oh, that's true. He's been taking Kellen way more often, which I miss my baby so much. But Thank you, Alex. <clears throat> I know that And he, he's been taking Andy sometimes, too. Yeah. I had to go to the hospital to get IVs, really nice. and he took Andy and Kellen for... A whole day. Uh, yeah, which I know he's Kellen's dad, so it's not that big of a deal, but it really means a lot to me that he's willing to take in more um, when, when I'm just... And like not on it. call pretty much too, you yeah. know, like most of the time that relationship doesn't allow for just on call stuff like that. So yeah. So thanks Alex. Anyways. Um, oh wait, no, my last thing though. I'm what? still tooting your horn. Oh. So Trav was like, I got you a Christmas gift, but I want to give it to you early. And I was like, okay. So today he gave it to me and it was the most thoughtful gift. I want you to explain it because I don't think, I think you did more research into it. So you probably know more and I don't really know, but I think it's really, really sweet of you to do that for me. Well, I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. and the podcast had an ad and typically I skip straight over those suckers, but I must've been like doing something. So I wasn't right next to my phone mm-hmm. and it was for a relief band. And I said, this sounds like the most gimmicky bullshiz ever. And basically, it's imagine a watch that you turn backwards so the watch face is on your wrist, basically. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit of jelly on there, you put the watch face on it, and then it sends a pulse 
through your like main just watch my arm get like super main nerve up. right there <laughs> that'd be really funny <laughs> um but anyway sends a pulse and it's supposed to take away the nausea and it's... i was like this thing i bet none... you know we're desperate though if travis yeah. dying it's like 90 percent. this thing does nothing i feel like it's done a little and i don't know i told travis I'm like i don't know if it's the placebo effect but i feel like something is helping we went for our first walk outside in a month so you tell could me be coincidence you tell me you he spent a hundred dollars on it so. freaking dollars but honestly like it feels like my hand is constantly just falling asleep it feels like my middle finger is just like you tingling uh-huh oh, i've okay. had it on for all day yeah i've only thrown up once today which is that's way good way good wow Okay, maybe there's something to it. I don't so, honestly. I don't give a shiz if it's a placebo effect. I don't either. That's the thing. It's working. Whatever's happening. So, and I feel like I just told Trav today. I was like, if someone could come up with like an actual cure to morning sickness, oh, I just feel like they'd be a billionaire, mm-hmm. multi-billionaire. I I told him I'd pay a big amount of money to feel good again. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, like a hundred dollars a month. And I was like, probably at least a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh. 500 bucks a month. <laughs> so, honestly, yeah, we probably would do that. I like, just, mm. this is my thing. First of all, be grateful if you can get pregnant and hold on to pregnancies. And be extra grateful if you do not get sick in your pregnancies. I had a friend once tell me, oh yeah, I was nauseous a few times with one of my kids. I'm like, okay. A few times. A few times. <laughs> Like a few times in one day or? No, throughout the whole pregnancy. She threw up once. I'm like, you are God's favorite. So just know that. Just know that you are God's favorite. And quick, quick disclaimer. We are so grateful that we're able to get pregnant. We are so grateful that we have another child coming. We could not be more excited, but we like to complain. So here we are. No toxic positivity <laughs> over here. That's I think what I want to do with this podcast and what I always like try to articulate, but I haven't really found the words until now and maybe I'm not even gonna be able to do it now. But I wanna be able to be be able to complain while still being grateful. Like I don't I feel like a lot of times it's like Yeah, can we have that? Like, oh, you hate doing laundry. Oh, so you must like wearing dirty clothes. No, it's just I hate doing laundry. But I'm always grateful when it's done. Like, can we can't we live in a world that things coexist? Can't we live in a wor- world where we can complain and not be bashed for it? Yeah, it's like I my biggest thing that I hate, and it's so petty and it's so stupid. But when people on social media will post their kids doing the naughtiest shit, like drawing Sharpie all over their brand new five thousand dollar couch, it's like, ugh, look at what I just found my kid doing. Dot dot dot. At least they're cute. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. Stop saying at least they're cute. You're fuming. You're pissed. It's yeah. okay to be pissed. That is, you're validated. Just say, I want to slap this kid in the freaking next decade right We now. know that you love your kid. That's the other thing is like, a lot of times, like I have this mom group on Marco Polo and like, you know, sometimes we'll talk and it's like, <clears throat> oh, my kid is driving me crazy. Like, of course I love them. And I'm like, I wish that we didn't have to say that. I wish we didn't have to say, you know, I love them. Like, we know you love them. It's okay to complain and still love your child. I don't know. Like I'm going on a tangent. Anyone that says they just want to freaking football punt their kid out a window once in a while. You're like, my you're my people. I'm like, I know you love your kid, so you never have to say that. But also, I feel for you, and I do too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
So, so that's our rant, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Is that our weekly update? I guess. Do you have any school updates? Oh, I have another update. My nipple started hurting this week. Nice. Game over for me. <laughs> R.I.P. me. <laughs> My constipation is the opposite now. I can't. I don't trust farts anymore. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the last thing is our baby is due in July. So we're hoping for a July 12th mm-hmm. because we have... Andy is August 12th. Kellen is September 12th. So it would be so easy to remember July 12th, August 12th, September 12th. Yeah, we're hoping for it. So be a lot of fun. My update. Uh, school's going well. School's going really well. I'm just about to finish my first semester. First of six, I think. Ooh, nice. That sounds pretty good. That does sound pretty good. That's going by faster than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, really and work is going really well. And those are pretty much two updates for me. So nothing new. I'm boring. Boring is good. I, right now, I've learned. I've learned that. Right now, boring is good. Whenever I have a lot to talk about with updates, it's because life is in shambles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Clearly with our update, we usually have nothing to say, but this time. Oh my gosh. We are just barely surviving. Okay, hey, wait, so wait, wait, wait. Travis, oh. We didn't do our cancel. Oh, our, our weekly cancel. I'm going to go there? ahead and say morning sickness. Yes. Pregnancy sickness. Can I just, we please cancel morning sickness, please? It's not morning. It's literally all day, every day. Yeah, sorry. AKA morning sickness, mm-hmm. but all day sickness for pregnancy, pregnant women. Pregnancy is so hard that I just don't feel like you should be sick on top of it. Are you... Yeah, you're, so, you're not I'm sounding good. good. Okay, let's move on then. Okay. Good hell. Okay, so the meat and potatoes. Trav doesn't really know what we're doing. He's like, we no. don't even have a topic. I'm like, yeah, we do. It's because that's grumpy. Because <laughs> I had to get kicked off my video game. Good night. <laughs> okay, so today the topic is weird Christmas traditions. So okay. I got submissions. Okay. And... I haven't organized these, so it might be a choppy episode to listen to. That's fine. But do you have any to start out with? Do you have any weird family traditions or not? I think maybe weird, not weird, but just unique. Different. Mm -hmm. I would say this. The weirdest thing about my family when it comes to Christmas and our traditions is that we don't really have any. (laughs) So that's kind of (laughs) weird. What about Goosey's cookies? Um... I mean, it's not really weird, but that's cute. You mean growing up? I, I thought you meant now. No. The growing up? Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. One of the things that we did that was a little different that I actually loved was, so my grandma, she calls herself, well, people started call, calling her Mother Goose. They're like, you are like Mother Goose. You're so sweet to ex- all these kids. I think you've explained this. Okay. Well, whatever. You get to hear it twice. Well, and she like would go up to Huntsman or Primary Children's and like, adopt be someone's like a cancer patient child's grandma yeah and so they started calling her mother goose because she would come up and read all these like yeah. stories and it's she's an angel she is she is the kindest person she's the salt of the earth she really is and so anyway she uh she made so many cookies for people all the time these really good cookies and we decided to make i don't know when it started i mean i was really young so everyone would kind of bring their own cookie dough like every family mm-hmm and then all the kids, all the grandkids have like, I don't know, 20, 30 of us. So would they be her more. like recipes? 
Not for this part. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, she would make a ton of cookies that mm-hmm. we would eat. Mm-hmm. And then these ones were just kind of like for fun. Oh, okay. Like no one really ate them because they were gross. They weren't. <laughs> anyway. So uh, every family would bring their own dough mm-hmm. and have food coloring and like make like three or four or five different colors. Mm-hmm. And then we would <clears> all make our own cookies, but we'd make like candy canes and little houses and santas and sleighs and reindeer and like oh, all these little christmas cookie like all different things. colors that you guys yeah did. yeah and they looked really cute and then this is what happened every time without fail we'd bake those things and they'd puff up and get super fat and couldn't even tell what they were just like a glob <laughs> of multicolored who knows what but that was a fun one that is fun and another one that i would say is definitely different what goosey also um, is a really good seamstress. And for some reason, she chose, like, she just loves making aprons. She's <laughs> super creative with them. They're really cool, fun. Has it has it been aprons always, but she's added bags and stuff later on? So I'm trying to think if it started with aprons. I think it started She's, like, with an incredible bags. seamstress. She has made pieces for, do you remember who it was? Oh, some famous people. That rock star. was, like, a rock star, star that she did. Alice Cooper. For. Yeah, yeah, Alice Cooper. Um, she also did some someone for like some royalty in England. Yeah, that's what she. Yeah, she's like incredible, incredible, professional. Yeah, very, very, very talented. Yeah, really talented seam- seamstress, and she over the years. So I think it started with bags. I'm pretty sure. Oh, pillows. Duh. Pillows. Of course, pillows, and then bags, and then it kind of morphed into aprons. And she's really on an apron kick. Yeah, she's on an apron kick, and so <laughs> she makes. No joke. Like hundreds. A couple hundred mm-hmm. of these plus bags, plus pillows. Plus little makeup bags, like little every, touches. Every year. Mm-hmm. Hundreds a year. And like she, she's doing it all day every day. Yeah. She literally sews all day every day. She buys all the materials. She doesn't expect anyone to pay her back. She won't sell them. And she only does it for our family. And then for Christmas, um, usually we would do like a gift exchange and then she would give she would let all of the women in the family go in and choose, like, how many items did you have to choose last time? Ugh. I think it was, like, four aprons, two bags, three clutches, two pillows. Like it was, like, ten things per person. Yeah, And there's, like, how many people? Twenty? Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, so that's at least 200 items. Well, I went by myself last year because I just couldn't go, like, because she calls it a pickin' party. Yeah, the pickin' party. And... So she was, she, when you go by yourself, she always is like, just grab another one. Just grab another one. And I'm like, no, you told me eight. (laughs) No, just grab another one. They're never, no one's going to know. I'm like, okay. She's so sweet. She's so cute. So, so anyway, that would be another kind of odd tradition, but I like it. it. You know, I like, I like those kind of off the wall ones. Okay. I'm going to read some of these. Let's save yours for the end. Okay. I'm going to read some of these and then we'll go to those. Okay. Eating clam chowder for Christmas Eve. Upside down, smiley face. It stinks. (laughs) It makes you stink in all the ways. (laughs) That's funny. And honestly, it's just not that great. Oh, my god. Bring out the pizza party. Let's celebrate Jesus right. Oh, that's funny. That is way funny. I actually love clam chowder when I'm not pregnant. I tried to do like a canned clam chowder the other day. Not good. But I could get down with the clam chowder. I'm down with the chowder. But you, she says pizza, which we're also down with pizza. That's we're true. down with pizza anytime. I mean, I'll say this. We had clam chowder yesterday. We bought pizza today. We're down for both. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if we show up and there's food, 
we're not complaining. That's true. That is funny, though. That's really funny. (laughs) Okay, what's next? This isn't weird, but something my mom did, and now I do as a mom, is the elves come like a week before Christmas to take the stockings to fill them for Santa. I tell my kids that not all stockings are taken, just some to save time for Santa. This was such a great tradition from my mom, or that my mom did, because it lets you have enough time to not put too much into the stocking stuffer. Plus, kids start getting the Christmas magic flutters when they see their stock stockings are gone. I think that's really cute. Oh, that is cute. It's a good idea. Unfortunately for us, we can't hang stockings because our little girl will pull them on her face, the little stocking holders. Yeah, so the stocking weights. Our kids How right, don't have stockings up on display, but I love that. Yeah, I think a that's cool idea. so cute. I think any little um, detail like that when you're a kid is just like so exciting. Oh, yeah, for you know? sure. Just like even just like the first snow as a kid, it's oh, just like it's magical. It really is. To like look outside and just have the whole world glistening. Yeah. Okay. Ha ha ha. Thank goodness we don't do this. Or we don't have to be forced to do this anymore. But when my grandpa was alive, he used to make us go to his parents' grave, light candles, and sing Silent Night every Christmas Eve. Oh, God. <laughs> the first time my husband was forced to go, I for sure thought we would break up that very night. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, that is cringe. That's cringy. That is. Light candles and No sings. disrespect. For the deceased, but that's next Let level. me just tell you, I feel like the deceased don't want you there doing that. They want you living life. Can I just say, I feel like that's something karma would do. Is <laughs> that mom. fair? I feel like your I, mom would yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I could see I'm it. actually surprised she hasn't had us do that You're already. You're like, wait, is that something that you wrote in, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that, I think that takes so, the cake So they don't do it so anymore, she said, right? No, because her grandpa passed away. Oh, she's like, thank goodness. He's going to haunt you if you don't go and sing <laughs> Silent Night at his grave with lit candles. That is funny. So you better, you better step it up. Okay, let's see this one. I don't have any super weird holiday traditions, but the only one I can think of is that our family does stockings, and they are huge. So unnecessary. They are about three and a half feet tall. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay. And they are filled to the brim. My my parents, aunts, and uncles are the ones to fill them. But they have so many damn people to fill them for that eventually a lot of it, a lot of it just ends up being little shit that we don't want or need. (laughs) They just need anything to try to fill the space. That's funny. I am dying. Three and a half feet. Can you imagine? Yeah. First of all, who makes those? Yeah. I've never seen. Where do you buy those and how much? (laughs) (laughs) It has to be a homemade thing. Yeah, maybe. It has to be. That. I can only imagine the stuff that you'd be pulling out of those. I would fill half of that with newspaper, like crunched up newspaper. Okay, well, you can't do that. I would fill half of it with like a big, huge, like beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay. Okay, this is the last one that we got. I'm having the hiccups. Oof. Bringing it back. Okay. Bringing it back. Okay. Okay. You got this. Not so much weird, but my mom on Christmas Eve buys everyone their favorite snack or food. My sister, barbecue sauce, me, hot sauce, someone else pickles, a bunch of random foods. I kind of think that's cute. Oh, yeah, that is. Just like, 
I know I know this family and they have six or seven kids. And so I think that's like a really sweet I like that. Little gesture. It's a I thoughtful love. type of tradition. I like that. Yeah, I love that. Okay. So mine. Yes. I uh, have, here we go, I guys. Have three. Get ready for the goods. Okay. So the first one. Elf on the shelf. We don't know her. No. So Trav has <laughs> come into the family and he knows that we don't have Elf on the Shelf, no hate, no shame if you do that, but we get real elves from the North Pole. So we don't, we don't see our elves. No. They come every, I would say once a week. Kellen's been real demanding of his elf this year. He's been writing pretty much every day to his elf and expecting a response back mm-hmm. every day from his elf. Mm-hmm. It's a little annoying for the elf. Can I explain I how it works a little bit? Yeah, but I don't think you know exactly. Well, I know the first part, which you missed. So, Thanksgiving night. Okay, here you go. Okay, <laughs> Thanksgiving night, we write letters <laughs> to Santa. And from there, the elves take over because Santa's too busy. So the elves take over. So Kellen's elf is named Helpy. So every, this is the part that you missed. Every person gets assigned their own elf. So mm-hmm. everyone in the family has their own elf designated elf so it's not like elf on the shelf where it's like sparkles hides in a different spot every day it's no Mm -mm. okay so kellen's elf is healthy trav what's your elf felix felix mine's elsie this is just the one i had growing up and then andy's is well we really kind of f this one up it's supposed to be sugar plum but it's a gumdrop because we couldn't remember the name and i've already yeah i've already wrote a note this year. I'm just hoping Kel forgets next year. So we can be no, it was sugar plum the whole time. Kel, it's fine remember? because if we have another girl, we'll just have it be sugar plum. Gumdrop, sugar plum, those are cute together. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So anyways, we all have different elves. So they write on only green or red construction paper. And this is something that's gone on. I don't know if my grandparents did it, but my mom did it for us. So my brother elf is uh Trixie. My mom's elf is Quixie. My other brother's is Dixie. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I think one's name's Trixie, and then mine's Elsie. <laughs> so, and then like one of my cousins, there's this Pickles, Luigi, just like random. One <laughs> Snowflake. It's just That's the funny. most random. Anyways, so they only write on red or green construction paper, and their writing is really squiggly. Yeah, it's a very certain type of writing. It's... Because they're cold, is what we are always told. They're shivering because they're little and they're cold and they're riding it in, like out in the North Pole in the snow. And so their writing's all... Sh- and they they only... They don't write like eyes. They write like an eyeball with eyelashes. They don't ever do like because. It's like a bumblebee and then cuz. Like they, they use their own little short text. So... I'm glad you're giving me all these details. See, you guys, I've been in the family for three, almost four years now. Didn't know this. Yeah. And they just bring, like, they'll just, like, bring, you know, random little dollar store mostly, Target dollar section yep. things, like a slime kit. And it's like, Kellen, I've been watching you at school being so nice to your friend, blah, blah. Keep being good. You know, and just, then they'll just be hidden somewhere random. So Kellen will get home from school, he'll go to the bathroom, and on the toilet there's this little note and a treat. Yeah, it's and, cute. Like, and it's nice because it takes the pressure off of me to, like, oh, crap, I have to go move that elf. I don't know where to move it, you know? Yeah. So it's nice. The, the funny thing is that 
<laughs> Kel writes to his elf this year because he looked out the window and he swear he saw Rudolph's nose <laughs> off in the distance. It so was definitely Christmas lights, but it was definitely a Christmas light on a house like two blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> and he went outside, so he was looking out his bedroom window two stories high. So he could see it there. And then he went outside on the patio. He's like, it's gone. It has to be. It has to be. There's Rudolph. there's no other there's no other explanation. It has to be. <laughs> And then he goes back up to his room. He's like, it's there again. I don't understand what's happening. So he <laughs> so he writes a letter to Helpy and says, Helpy, did I see Rudolph's nose tonight? Circle yes or no. Well, I told him, I said, you're going to need to leave a yes or a no to circle because Helpy doesn't have time to be messing around Also, like Also, wait, I got to hurry and tell you <laughs> one other thing. The freaking Santa at the mall really screwed the pooch because Kellen, when he was about two, said, is Helpy a head elf? Oh, yeah. That's and Santa right. goes, Yes, Helpy is my very best head elf. I'm like, I'm going to kill you, sir. <laughs> he has no idea what he's done. Here we are four years later. Yeah, and he holds on to the fact. So Kellen thinks that Helpy has all the time in the world because I'm like, we've explained that kids probably have the same elf. We just probably don't know him. So, like, yeah. other people, like my cousin Macy has the same elf, Elsie. Like, we've always had the same elf. Like um, one else, one elf probably is in charge of like a couple hundred kids, is what we've told him. Yeah, and he's like, "Not my elf. My elf's a head elf, so he can only be in charge of one kid. So he has more time for me." I'm like, "Okay." So, anyways, he's getting really demanding. So, go back to your story. <laughs> the Rudolph knows yes, no. Yeah. So anyway, we write it, and this is the other thing. He's now so demanding. He also expects that it's going to be an instant reply it's going to be an instant reply so like as soon what we do is we take the letters and we the from the one from thanksgiving we typically put in an envelope and then we put the envelopes under the doormat Mm -hmm. well ashley was getting sick of wasting envelopes so she's like you don't have to have an envelope for these ones just fold them up put them under the doormat yeah and then he expects because what we'll typically do is we'll kind of plan it out so that like Maybe I'm down in the garage or something. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they leave them under the doormat, I hurry and run and grab them. And like ring the doorbell about. Ring bunch. the doorbell and then run back like around the house. Right? Yeah. And then Kellen walks out. And by the time he's there, I'm like already in the house again. And we're like, oh like, my gosh, they're already like, gone. He's like, oh my gosh, they're already gone. Oh my gosh, they came so fast. Yeah. So now every time he puts one out there, he, he, he goes down there and he checks every 10 minutes to see if it's still there. So like, I'm like, don't even have time to freaking get them. Yeah, homeboy, it's still there. <laughs> It's still going to be there. <laughs> the worst is like when I forget. And he's like, my letter's still there four days later. I'm like, uh-oh, they're busy. So who knows? This could be the end of us mm-hmm. having done this tradition. But it is a lot of fun. It is so fun. It's so much fun to see. Like, Kellen is at the best age for this. He really is, yeah. It's so much fun. So, okay. So that's my first one, Elf from the North Pole. Yes. So if you need more details on that, if you want to start that tradition in your family, let me know. It's really fun. Um, okay, the next one that we do, homemade root beer. Yeah. So you guys, <laughs> you got- <laughs> it is, I, I, ju- I just- swear on my life, it's alcoholic. <laughs> I was just going to say, can I just say, Ashley's family is so staunch LBS, but they are getting crunk every Christmas. Halloween, no, not Halloween. Every Hall- Thanks- yeah, every Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and, Christmas. and Christmas, they are getting crunk. So let me tell you what tipsy. these guys do, which... I've been drinking this stuff since, I mean, we feed it to babies. Like, it's <laughs> it's it's an acquired taste, this I would say. This is the funniest tradition. Okay, keep going. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This killed so, me. So, 
we have a real like beer bottler like yeah. we with like real caps like it's not we make it from scratch Kay. with real yeast so the yeast buy, has to ferment hold on okay you're, you're going all over the place okay sorry so they buy a bunch of glass bottles like ibc root beer bottles um no we've had nope those don't work because the caps have to be able to push down we've gone to okay, well wherever the hell you get them the liquor store <laughs> the literal liquor store my cousin used to work there and stole a bunch for us are you serious the brown ones are from the liquor I store i did not know that that's why your mom gets so upset if one breaks yeah because she knows someone's gonna have to make it back to the liquor store to get more. and yet that cousin doesn't work there anymore so we hold those bottles have been around for decades some of those that like that funny. old sprite one yeah decades okay so that's news to me that makes it even better <laughs> so liquor store bottles mm -hmm. and then you can buy the bottle caps online and so she mm -hmm. gets a bunch her Ashley's mom gets a bunch of bottle caps and and bought a bottle and then press bought a yeah a bottle cap press so you stick the bottle in there and you like, have to have muscles like we can't the girls can't do it Travis has to do it every single time and I yeah I actually really love doing it it's like a very satisfying little click mm -hmm. anyway keep going okay so this is the thing you you don't know that you've really clicked it well until about so you, it ferments <laughs> for so it has yeast in it so you have to okay when do we start them. So we start at three weeks before the holiday. Yes. Okay. And before Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. And three weeks before Christmas. Yeah. So like right on Thanksgiving is when we're really supposed to be yeah. getting the next batch ready. Yeah. So you boil this whole thing, you add the yeast, you bottle them, you push it down really hard. Then you have to very strategically lay them on their sides yes. on top of each other. Yes. On top of like a blanket yeah. in a in a container. Then you wrap them up like a newborn baby with this blanket so that they have to be pitch black dark. Then you just set the thing in like a dark storage room. It has to be in the dark. And you just pray that you've screwed on the bottles tight enough or that you didn't put too much yeast in. Because if you didn't do the bottles tight enough, they explode. If you do too much yeast, they explode. So some batches, we've literally had every single bottle explode all over. It sounds like gunshots or a bomb and usually one will set off the rest of them <laughs> this is the best. and so it's bad and then we ruin all of our bottles luckily my cousin worked at the liquor store for long enough that we've gone we've gone through about fifty-eight thousand <laughs> bottles anyways and then we pop them open on christmas day and everyone is just as happy as can be drinking them and every time I've brought like a boyfriend or my husbands, my two husbands, they smell it. Both of my husbands have liked it. I've. If, if no one knows me, me they're this. gonna think I have two husbands: my ex-husband and my current husband. I had definitely had alcohol before we got married, mm -hmm. and I popped that sucker open, and I was like, "Whoa, Heineken! Where did you come from?" <laughs> It's like, like it's like alcohol with like a tiny hint of root beer. It's like straight alcohol. And we're giving this to like kid like we, the little nephews are are drinking. I I kid you not. That first year, I'm looking around like I pop it open and I'm like, whoa, and I have a drink and I'm like, this is straight alcohol. And then I look around, all the kids are running around with them, like sprinting around the house, <laughs> drinking them. Like holy shit, we got a whole household of how how do we. Um, how do we find out if the, it actually has any alcohol content? I don't know. That's a good question. Because isn't that what alcohol is? It just has to it's ferment. It's fermented, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And my mom, she just heard that we don't need to use bread yeast and we can just go to the liquor store and buy the yeast that they do because it only takes three days to ferment. Are you serious? <laughs> so I don't understand how that's not it, that doesn't the like, same thing. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Your, your but it's just flavored. Just in denial. That's, so it's, it's flavored. flavored beer. It's, it's root beer flavored beer is what that is. <gasps> well, that's shocking. So our kids shouldn't be having that. Probably not. Kellen's tried it. He doesn't like it. That's why. <laughs> it's because he's... He loves root beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so I hadn't had alcohol, obviously, until I was older. So I didn't ever know, like, <laughs> what was going on. But my cousins would be pounding it, my older cousins. And I'm like, I don't... I don't... It's a... I can only drink probably half a bottle. It's an acquired taste, just like regular beer is. So you like it. And Alex yeah. loves it. Yeah, it's great. So give me give me a six pack. <laughs> really? Great. Yeah. That is so funny. Okay. That is okay. I can I just say this is the funniest freaking tradition. It's a mess to make. Like the root beer gets all over it's everywhere. It's stressful. It's stressful as all get out to like make the concoction <clears throat> and everything. And then to also make sure that we're timing it just right. Yeah. And then you gotta make you gotta put press them. You gotta make sure that thing clicks nice and tight. And I just remember my grandma called Karma. The root beer bottles exploded. And it's just like, oh no, what are we going to do? We're only a week out. Call, call the aunt and see if any of her bottles exploded. Because we'd usually have, our family got so big that we'd have to have, you know, more than one <laughs> warehouse of it. So it's like a couple aunts had They've it. They've all my got grandma their moonshine. And <laughs> they're all LDS. And <laughs> nobody even knows. Oh, so funny. So funny. Okay. My oh, last one. good one. I don't know if it's, like, inclusive or controversial. I don't know. So I'm just going to say it. it. Yeah, let's hear it. Because this is just how I grew up. Okay? Okay, so don't judge Ashley is what she's saying. Okay. She's not sure this could be bad. This I could... don't even know what it is. What is okay. it? Okay. <clears throat> so on the night of – or, sorry, not the night of Christmas Eve. On the night of New Year's Eve, we would have the Black Santa come. Oh, that's right. You guys, this was a little cringy the first time I heard it, so bear with me. Listener, beware right here. Honestly, though, I think I think it's kind of good though because I never knew that there was only a white Santa or a black. Like I always knew that there was both a black Santa and a white Santa always. Oh, that's true. And we have a little like ornament thing that sits on my mom's piano that's a black Santa. Oh, really? Uh huh. Has it always been there? Uh huh. No, I haven't noticed it. Yeah. So, anyways, so he comes from the South Pole. He drives a red Cadillac, and he brings, like, little... Sometimes the white Santa will purposely not bring something big on Christmas, and then Mm. you'll get it New Year's Eve night. I haven't done this with my kids. I don't think I'm going to, just because, to be honest, it's a lot of work, (laughs) and I'm just lazy. But the black Santa would mostly bring, like, um, little trinkets. Oh, that's right. I was thinking something completely different. So, yeah, this is not cringy. Keep going. Okay. Um, little trinkets or, you know, something that we wanted from Christmas that, that you didn't get. The white Santa didn't get. Yeah. And all of our friends would get so jealous. Like, Rach would come over the next day and I'd be like, oh my gosh, the black Santa came. And, you know, I'd have all my stuff laid out on the bed. He doesn't wrap presents, it's just like a display. Like, it's all on your bed or all on the couch, wherever he puts it. And it's just like a little display of like all these little 
toys and trinkets and stuff. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know how many generations it goes back, but like my aunts, all my cousins did it. And it just, that was the normal. And I felt so bad for people that didn't get a visit from the white and the black Santa. I was like, wow, you must have been not that good. That's true. That is a very inclusive tradition. I know. That's awesome. So So do we need to do it for our kids? <clears throat> if we're going to do the black Santa, I need you to take charge. Yeah, I know. I'm worried about that. Yeah, let me uh, give me a couple more weeks to think about that one. Okay. Yeah, I guess I have till New Year's, so. Because this is the thing. We're at a pivotal moment with Kellen that, like, we either start something now yeah. or it's going to be too late. Yeah. Um, Your family has so many wacky little <laughs> things like that, and it's cool. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. But I'm so curious, like, where all these started. I know. We'll have to have my mom on the podcast or something and yeah, kind of deep dive, like, where my family is not very far back from Sweden. It's... It's only, we're only, I'm fourth generation over here. Yeah. And so I don't know if like things got picked up from Sweden that they would do and I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many of those do come straight from there. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Um, There was another tradition that you guys do and I can't remember what it is now for Christmas, but I will say this, karma goes all out. She did. She, She makes holidays really, really fun. She does. And she loves her decorations. Mm-hmm. She loves her lights. Yes. Trav always so. goes and does her lights for her, which is really sweet. They I always look good. It. I love doing that. And it makes our house look like crap. Oh, Trav has been really disappointed in our own display. <sighs> yeah. Oh, another thing that we do. It's not that weird. So in the town that I grew up in, Grantsville, um, there is a lady that lights a thousand candles. That's what it was. Was it? Yeah, that's what I was okay. going to say. I, that, yeah. Do you want to... Tell about it. Sure. Is okay. it a thousand exactly? Is that the? D- it's around a thousand. Okay. I didn't know. I was gonna say a couple hundred, but yeah, that makes sense. So they live like off the road. They have this little dirt road, basically, that goes to their house. It's like a little private. Yeah, like private mm-hmm. road. And they light, uh, so white paper bags, like doggy bags, basically. Mm-hmm. So the wind doesn't blow them out. Yeah. So the wind doesn't blow them out. They'll they'll put a candle in each one, and they set out a thousand white little bags mm-hmm. that line the path that you drive through like that the driveway mm-hmm. and then uh, and there's no other lights it's just these little bags it's really yeah. really pretty and so you drive up and which do- i think it's really cool this they spend like a lot of their christmas eve doing this oh they do this on christmas eve yeah oh i didn't know because they don't last that long because they're just like little i was tea, wondering how many yeah little tea candles so they burn out so anyway, yeah, it must take them hours to do this. Which I think is the sweetest thing that they do this every year because it's a tradition for so many families in Grantsville. So, and then what happens is, so they have this dirt road that goes up to their house. It's basically their driveway. And then it goes all the way around their house. Mm-hmm. So it's just like this little moat, basically, that goes all the way around their house. And so they put candles in these bags all the way around, lining all the way the up driveway. and all the way around their mm-hmm. house. Right? Mm-hmm. And then... They have like seven stops, maybe ten. Yeah. Um, and they're just little displays that tell about Christ, the life of Christ, the birth of Christ. Which I I like that because I feel like going into the holiday, it's for us we believe you know in Christ, so for us it gets us in the right mindset. Yeah. And we remind Kellen. I mean, Andy's too little, but we remind Kellen 
you know, this is why we celebrate. It's not for all the presents. It's not the lights. It's not, you know, yep. it's, this is the, you know, yep. birth of our Savior, and this is why we do it. And it goes through, like, the North Star and the yeah. Three Wise Men and the Manger, and it's just, it's, it's, it's like really, it's a really... It's really spiritual. Yeah, like it, it is. is. It's like a really spiritual... And we're all in our Christmas jammies. It's just, it's so fun. It's like a reverent little time where it's like, just stop all the hustle and bustle for a minute mm-hmm. and just realize like what it's for, why we do this, mm-hmm. what the true meaning of it is. Remember that we do this to celebrate. That's when my anxiety started though, is when it'd be my turn. Okay, Ash, you got the next one. Read the next one. Oh, yeah. Um, Three wise men. Every station, like 10 of them, right? They're lit up. They They tell a story. Yeah, it's got like a little backdrop It's like a wooden little... Yeah, like a little wooden picture. Scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a sign in front of each one of them. So you read the display and and go through the life. But yeah, Ashley, (laughs) she'd start getting getting sweat running down the armpits. Mm -hmm, Yeah, it's like in fifth grade when you know that... you're reading each paragraph and you like count 10 ahead to see like where you're going to be and practice it until it gets <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Anyways. But I do love that tradition. I think it keeps us, like you said, like you said, in the right mindset. And then um, one other thing I will say, so we can end on this one. Okay. But one tradition that we did do with my family growing up was um, we would do a... I don't know if you call it a sub for Santa or we do like a doorbell ditch, basic, basically like a, we'd somehow my parents would find some family in need. Mm-hmm. And then what we would do is all the kids would put money in this jar in mm-hmm. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Just like in time you had some extra change or you made some extra money, put some dollars in there. And then over the month, um, I think we did it for like November and December. And by the time we got to the end, they're like, few hundred dollars in there Mm because everybody's contributing and so we'd go and we'd take all this money and we'd keep it in the jar and we'd find out whoever this family is we drive over there and we doorbell ditch and then kind of stay far away so they couldn't see us but you could like see their reaction yeah and we'd we'd watch their reaction when they opened the door Mm -hmm. and i loved that Mm -hmm. that was like my favorite thing about christmas was doing that um, and then one year we did like that's the thing with service canned food and stuff like we we had a whole bunch of canned food that we dropped off for one family and it was just yeah it was really cool. I feel like service is selfish in the way that I feel like it always fills up your cup even more than the person receiving yeah just because I don't know how to explain it but I, everyone knows that feeling of feeling like you did something good yeah you know and just I feel like that's you know such a good example of your parents to like kind of bring it back to reminding you what it's all about yeah and giving oh i'm gonna say one more thing okay my new favorite tradition which i do by myself because my family being ashley and kellen do not like this movie at all oh i like it it's just the first movie the first time you found it the first year you watched it about 17 i think i watched it legitimately four times in about three days and let me tell you why. It is a cute, it is a very cute storyline. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. And then the part, you'll know if you've seen it. And if you haven't, you it's need on to watch Netflix. It. It's on Klaus. Netflix. Yeah. K L A U S. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like, I don't know, Scandinavian way. This is not a fart. I'm leaning back and shoes are rubbing together. Sure, 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 sure. Remember? I can't trust them. Yeah, that's true. 
So anyway, there's this part where they give this little like toboggan sled to this little Scandinavian girl. She doesn't even speak English. Mm -hmm. And then they wait outside all night until the morning and she like opens up her tent that they live in and she sees it and she gets so excited. And her playing on that toboggan, they play this music and it gets me every time. Like I am crying like a freaking little baby every single time. I was in the bath when he was finishing up the show. So it, that's where I live. And it plays that song in the credits. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. And he comes up. I can tell his eyes have been like, they're like all red. Ash, I was carrying our baby girl. She was drinking her bottle and that song came on. And I lost it. I literally, I'm just looking at my perfect little baby girl. She's a monster, but she's perfect. <laughs> she's awful. She's and in the moment, she's quiet. She's calm. She's just staring at me with those big eyes. And that song comes on, and I freaking lost it. Ugh. Oh, I try to just look so in her good. face and look in Kellen's face and remind myself it's all going to be worth it. <laughs> That's so true. But, but yeah, anyway. it is a cute, it's very cute. It kind of goes through the whole storyline of like how Christmas came to be what yeah. we know it today. Like how, how the Santa Claus tradition came to be. Yeah. In a really fun, like funny way. So yeah, it's, it's really cute. And it's a lot about um, reconciliation which I think is cute. Like yeah. a lot of forgiveness. Yeah. It's just, it's a really like wholesome, cute storyline. So if you're looking for a good kid friendly movie or just adult friendly, right, Trav? I love it. I watch it by myself. That's how freaking <laughs> awesome I am. Every time we go to watch a Christmas show, I can tell he's just, you know, just white knuckling it, trying to choose any other show that class. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But anyways. Give it a watch and let me know if you like it as much as I did. And thank you so much, as always, for your submissions. We love to hear you guys' stories. You guys'. Uh Uh-oh. I always say you guys' because that's just what I grew up saying. And I had to. to He tells me I can change you guys' for your, but I just, I can't. It's really simple, just your. We love to hear you guys' stories. Anyways, that being said. On that note. Will? (laughs) You're the one that says it, not me, so you say it. Bye bye.